Okay, Keith here from Beat the Casino again. Um, wanted to take uh, another evening and talk to you about some stuff, uh, you know, with Baccarat and Blackjack. Uh, we have some great things happening all the time. And um, one of the things that uh, we've been concentrating on, uh, especially on our YouTube channel here and at the forum, is to talk about some of the legacy systems while we're kind of at this pause and, and playing, so to speak. Um, over this past month. So I had a, a, a good response from uh, talking about, we were talking about uh, SAP, S-A-P, which is self-adjusting progression, uh, as it was originally called. And then uh, we went into that last week with Catches One. Uh, and then also too, we talked about uh, originally discussing the um, System 40 approach which uh, was hugely popular, it still is today. Uh, it's, a, it's a viable strategy. Uh, you just have to remember that it's not gonna work in every game. You can't just take it and go play endlessly at the casino um, day after day, shoe after shoe. You have to kind of be selective at the game that you're choosing. And that's, that's really what we talk about at Beat the Casino is what strategy do you want to play in the game that's presented uh, to itself? So you know, we'll kind of take a look at uh, take a look at System Forty. A couple folks asked me to go into it in with just a little bit more depth, uh, and so I thought I'd talk about it. Of course, you can always get more of it at the, at the website, but let me just kind of, for those of you who are not familiar with System Forty, it's pretty simple. Uh, approach uh, with a couple variables added to adjust to the game. Uh, that we're talking about and a lot of people have won a lot of money with system 40 uh, applying it to the game that it uh, works really well uh, on it uh, it uses a one two three negative progression uh, system 40 and but what that means is uh, anytime you lose any one of those bets you start uh, you, you win any one of those bets I'm sorry you start over so uh, if you're gonna go ahead and bet one chip um, you're going to go ahead and uh, and then um, start over at the at the one bet again. Let me adjust my mic here uh, just a little bit. I apologize for that. Put it out in front of me here. Just, so I probably should have did that before I started. I should do a lot of things. But anyway, sorry about that. Let me get that out in front of you. Um, I should have um, bet a one, two, three negative progression with it. And what that means is you're going to bet one chip, two, two chips, and then three chips. And you're never going to go above three chips with System 40. And uh, so the beauty of it was that whenever you win any of those bets, whether it be one, two, or three, you're going to go back to one. Um, if you lose the three, then of course you simply just start over. So System 40 was a really cool system. It was initially designed to play every hand, which was very interesting. Uh, what we learned over the years and how we increased our win rate with System 40 was to wait till we're about halfway through the shoe and see if the shoe kind of lends itself to the type of playing that System 40 will do. And, and the the basic rule of System 40 was, if you're playing every hand, is to just simply bet opposite of whatever won. So no matter what happens, you bet opposite with this negative progression until it wins. So for instance, if you're playing, you say, let's suppose you look at the game, and I'll tell you how to qualify the game with System 40, but just so you understand how it works, is if you have a banker win the first hand, so opposite of banker would be player. So you're gonna bet one chip or one unit on player. Now we ignore ties in system 40. 
Uh, if player won, that's great. You won. So now you just start the progression over again and you bet opposites. So now you'd be over on bank. If player won, instead of betting one chip on bank, you'd go to two. Okay. If bank won, you circle it. Now you won. Now you just bet opposite again. So it was a, a banker one in a row, then a player two, and then it went over to banker again. And you just won those bets. So anytime, now you can see the uh, the upside of it is that as long as it kept going back and forth uh, with relative frequency between ones, twos, and threes. So anytime you had one, two, and three, you were usually doing okay. If you win the one, you won the first bet. If you won the second bet, you won one chip. You won the third bet, you you basically broke even unless you know you have to adjust for what you would have lost betting the vig but there was a gain on the on the first play and the second on the and the, on the second bet of the negative progression so as long as you had a game that was predominantly ones twos and threes you did okay okay now the other rule was this was that with system 40 is anytime you lose the one, two, three, okay, which was the negative progression. If you lose that, then you're going to go ahead and you're going to get on the run, as we said. So when you lost, let's say, for instance, you usually lost if player just won and you won, then you'd bet banker and player won again, then you'd bet two on banker and player won again, then you'd bet three on banker and player won again. Okay, so you lost the one, two, three chip, three, uh, three in a row. Now, instead of playing opposite, you'd kind of adjust your play and play repeats on banker or there were a couple tweaks when it came to this some players and rather smartly rather than switching back and forth like that thought well if I just lowered the progression instead of betting one two three if I just lowered that to one one two and then instead of just switching when when I lost three times in a row it simply stopped was kind of ended up being a lot better way to play sometimes. Uh, you have to kind of adjust that for yourself while you're in the game. And some players would just simply go in, and, and they had all sorts of tweaks while we were playing it. Some people would just flat bet opposites to a win. Anytime they got plus two or three, they just stopped the game and go, okay, well, I just won this game. But those were the little tweaks that worked uh, initially. However, what really worked the best, <coughs> excuse me, was when you actually looked for a game that it fit. And a lot of times you were right. So if you simply looked at the scoreboard or the tote board, and if you found a game that looked generally random, like you couldn't really tell what was going on, it had no, very little predictability, and you're about halfway through the games, and you see a, a, a real combination, a good mix of ones, twos, and threes, and maybe one four in a row, okay? Uh, where you would have lost that if you would have started, then you could jump in and play System 40 in that game. So that was a great way to play. Wait for about 40 hands. You'd want to see a mix of ones, twos, and threes. It may be a longer streak in there. Hopefully that it got out of the way of the game. And then just sit down and play System 40. And you could play it with the one, two, three progression to a win of maybe plus five or plus six. And if you did that and had the... Uh, the uh, the uh, discipline to go ahead and play like that, and, and you were in, in a situation where there were a lot of games to choose from, that was a really good way to play. Um, if you had patience, you needed patience, and you needed a, a good a casino to play in, like perhaps, uh, you know, um, uh, up in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where there's a lot of tables, or if you happen to be in Macau or Las Vegas, if you happen to be the Gold Coast or 
<clears throat> excuse me again, uh, perhaps at uh, some stadium Bach where you could actually look at four or five games simultaneously. And it was a good way to play a stadium Bach where you had a, a good table selection or any online casino where you had uh, uh, table selection. So let me see if you have any questions, uh, go ahead and, and, and type them. Uh, yeah, I love System 40. I see we have uh, Can't Agree More with Plus 5 is a good grab. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely, Don, there. Thanks for uh, for stopping by. And Canada Bach. Yeah, 112 with System 40 uh, does, does work pretty good. I had a lot of success with that. Um, I think the key to that, too, Canada Bach, thanks for, for mentioning that, um, was being able to walk around the casino with a lot of table selection. Like if you're in Vegas or a casino city that has more than uh, just a few casinos or one or two casinos, you could walk around all day. Like Atlantic City, I used to walk on the boardwalk and jump in Caesars and then maybe take a spin out to the Borgata and look around there. And then maybe over to the couple games they have at the Gold Nugget. The Gold Nugget was a great place to play too. Uh, they had a nice high stakes room right, right by Lily's. The, uh, the uh, uh, Chinese food restaurant there, which was really excellent, and then right right off from that, uh, they had the uh, they had the high stakes room there for a hundred dollar minimum, and then right at the at the Gold Nugget too. I used to always take a look at the tables. They had two tables uh, right there, uh, which usually had a fifteen and I think a twenty five dollar uh, minimum there, and then there was this great Italian restaurant. Uh, Right across the street, where we keep, or not right across the street, right right close by there, where they had uh, uh, some great Italian and pasta and all the gold nuggets. What was cool about them? They were all they were all set up the same way. They all had the same clubs, and and uh, if you go to Las Vegas, they have the same restaurants as they do in Atlantic City and probably anywhere uh, as far as that goes. So I really like to play in there, and then the Borgata too. Uh, I know a couple of us from Beat the Casino used to play there a lot, and we'd uh, mess around with System 40 there. And what was interesting about the uh, Borgata, as was kind of legacy Caesars uh, used to have years and years ago, they had the $20 Baccarat chips, which, of course, we liked. Made the game a little quicker for the VIG and whatnot. So uh, a lot of places to play. But, but again, if you walk around the casinos looking for opportunities to jump in, get the plus five or plus six, it's a great way to play, and uh, again, it, it's a really uh, helpful system. Uh, a couple other tweaks that I did want to get into with System 40. Uh, we, we called them modes, and, and, and modes was just simply how many times in a row you'd lose before you won, you'd either stop or before you'd actually... Uh, before you'd actually go ahead and go on the run or start to bet repeats. Um, and so it was a really cool uh, way to think about the game. Uh, however, it was, uh, yeah, however, it was, thank you, Canada Bach. They're cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're in Ontario. I know up there in Ontario, we uh, we were up to uh, Fallsview. Uh, great place to play up there, too. Uh, a couple good table selections there. I like the... Uh, up at Falls uh, Fallsview, uh, I like the Stadium Baccarat there too. It's it's real nice. Um, Cheetahs Baccarat, you're in Quebec, okay? Where is that? Uh, where do you play there? What's the casino in uh, in Quebec? Is that Woodbine up in Quebec? If I'm not mistaken, I know Canada Bach. You like playing at Woodbine, I think. Uh, Cheetahs Baccarat, where do you play in Quebec? Well, let us know if you type it in there. Let us. Oh, yeah, Fallsview does rock, Canada. I know, I know. Uh, and we did go over to Seneca, but it was a little crowded, and, and there wasn't quite as much uh, uh, 
uh, table. Uh, Cheetah's Montreal Casino. Okay, how many Baccarat tables do they have there? Uh, I haven't played there. Canada Bach, have you played in Montreal at all, at the Montreal Casino? Uh, I'm, forgive me for looking at the chat. Um, I've never been there yet, you know, but we want to get up there. I know uh, last time I met, uh, we went up to uh, Falls View. I met Canada Bach up there. Um, we speak French in Quebec. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course, I, I, I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't uh, insult you with my French. I, you know, I think I know two or three words, and that's about it. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to get up there and, and and take a look at it. I know some of the players have been up that way. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think who who it was, but I know people have played up that way uh, at that casino. So, always a great game. Uh, but anyway, that is the uh, System 40 modes was just how many times in a row you'd lose before you'd go on the run. So if you lost, uh, uh, if you bet one and and then you you lost that and then you bet two and you lost the two, some people would switch to, to repeats uh, right away and then start betting repeats. Um, and, and that was fine if there was a shortage of ones and twos. Um, uh, if, if you felt walked into a, sh a game that had a shortage of ones and twos, then of course that would adjust to playing on repeats and opposites. However, what they found, and, and this kind of didn't happen with System 40, but let's say, for instance, if you found you're losing a lot of ones and a lot of twos in a system, and you're playing System 40, but you're winning the three. So what we kind of taught ourselves uh, was to adjust to a system. And uh, in other words, have two or three systems that you could go to. And again, this was early in the in the development of things, probably in in the uh, early late '80s and early '90s when we were sending information back to our office from Atlantic City while we were playing live. But um, if you play OTB4L, which is actually called Opposite Time Before Last, and you have System 40 as your go-to system, and then Opposite Time Before Last to come in. Um, you know, when you're running into difficulty, let's say if you're losing a lot of one first bets and second bets, OTB4L would kind of help you with that if you weren't seeing long runs. So what OTB4L was, was the fact that after an opposite, you'd bet repeat, and after a repeat, you'd bet opposite. So for instance, if banker won, and then player won, so that was an opposite, okay? Uh, after an opposite, you'd bet repeat. So you'd bet that player would repeat there. So instead of betting uh, with one in a rows that you're going to get a lot of one in a rows, you're going to bet that you're going to get a lot of two in a rows and a lot of three in a rows, predominantly two in a rows. In opposite time before last, if you if you sit down with a card sometime and actually play that, uh, if you bet after an opposite, bet repeat, and after a repeat, bet opposite, uh, you'll see that you'll win every two in a row. So if it goes two, 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 uh, you'll win every hand. Uh, my belief is you lost four Martingales in a row. You should stop or change systems. The fifth and sixth Martingale are two. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Martingales are, are just uh, kind of uh, we, you, you know, just um, uh, sometimes an absurd way to play because sure as heck you're gonna run right into that streak that you didn't uh, count on betting against something, you know. And and we've evolved to beat the casino too. Uh, you know, we never want to bet against uh, you know what is going on. So uh, I'm not advocating that you play this way all the time. This is just stuff to have in your arsenal to be thinking about. Um, 
uh, as you go. Well, thank you, Canada Buck. Learned a lot from your YouTube. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so opposite time before last and uh, and System 40 are two wonderful things uh, to, to have in your arsenal. Uh, again, if there's a shortage of one in a rose in a game, and, and you're the type of player that likes playing every hand uh, and, and can't sit on your hands, as Catches One says, or some of our players uh, uh, talk about, is sometimes the best thing to do is not to bet when you don't know what's going on. But if you see a game that is, doesn't have a lot of one in a rose, a lot of zigzags, as we say, uh, then go ahead and give uh, opposite time before last to try for a couple hands. And you simply, after 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 an opposite, bet repeat, and after a repeat, bet opposite, and you'll see how that will come through. Um, what is what is OTB4L? Okay, it, it stands for opposite time before last, uh, uh, Cheetos. Uh, thank you for, for the question. It means that you bet opposite of what happened one hand ago. So let's say, for instance, on hand one, uh, banker one, and then on hand two, banker one. So hand one is banker and hand two is banker. So you're on the next hand, you're going to bet opposite time before last. Well, the time before last hand would have been the first hand, which is banker. So you're going to bet opposite that, which would be player. Okay. So now, what happens now is you're at hand four coming up. Hand two, which is the time before last, the hand before that was banker. So now you're going to bet opposite that again. And so that would be a bet player. Now, we, after, we learned, after we talked about this for a long time, we just thought an easier way to think of opposite time before last is to bet after a repeat. In other words, if you have banker banker that would be a repeat where the same side one is just bet opposite so that was a repeat two bankers now you bet player okay player one so from hand two to three right that was an opposite so now bet repeat so now you'd bet player again and all you have to do is keep that simple formula in your head and it's very easy to play opposite time before last and it's a great way to play if you don't see really long streaks and you don't see a lot of one in a rows. Just think, okay, after an opposite, in other words, anytime the uh, the uh, the game changes sides, if it goes from banker to player. So after an opposite, you bet repeat. After a repeat, you're going to bet opposite. And it's a great way to play. And if you use those two systems, system 40 and opposite time before last, it's a great way to play, um, especially if you like playing a lot of hands. Well, listen, uh, opposite uh, time before last does not like long runs and chop-chop. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mind short chop-chop, actually. If two in a row's chop, it loves that because it's going to win every hand. So it, in some sense, Canada Bach, thank you, it does like chop, but it doesn't like individual chops. It doesn't like zigzag one in a row's. You'll lose every hand if you do that. Uh, but if you run into two in a row's and three in a row's, it performs pretty well with two in a row's and three in a row's. So... There you have it. Well, listen, till next time, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to be on at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time and talk about some more systems. Come on back. Bring your questions. Don't be afraid to, to go ahead and type something below. Uh, we don't bite. If you have any questions about Baccarat or any other subject on gambling, uh, you know, bring it up. That's what we're here for. We love to talk about it. Uh, we'll be doing more and more. I'll be doing some interviews as, as things come up. Uh, thanks, Don. Thank you very much for stopping by. And uh, and oh, I 
I'm sorry, Cheetos. Baki, I have a, have a question. Your question is, so if it's banker, player, player, what would my next bet be? Well, at, since you, your last event was two players, that's a repeat, you'd bet opposite, okay? It would be banker, okay? So opposite time before last. I think I think uh, Canada Bach there actually accidentally said player. Um but it would be actually if you're playing uh, time if you're playing opposite time before last, uh, you're going to bet opposite player, uh, which would be uh, banker. And the way you tell that uh, Cheetos is the last two hands was a repeat. Yeah, that's all right, Canada. Thank you. Listen, Atomic Rob, thanks for stopping by. Uh, nice to see you. We'll be out on online here chatting every night for 15 to 30 minutes until my voice. Uh, goes bad <laughs> um, uh, every night, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. Stop by beatthecasino.com and say hello to us. Log in, get yourself a username. We're always happy to chat with you. Uh, you can see our, our new thing here. I, I'll, I'll have some new uh, new stuff coming. Going to be setting up some uh, some uh, different cams to take a look at some things uh, so we can do a lot more interactive chats here while we're going on. Oh, yeah, don't forget, Monday night, Monday night, uh, I'll be sending out an email. I'll put a link in here, or I'll mention it tomorrow night. So please stop back uh, Monday night. We're gonna we're gonna have the 5D seminar. It's gonna be available to anyone who wants to come. Uh, one of our uh, great professional players catch us one, and I'm sure uh, some other players uh, uh, will come too. We'll we'll have our uh, our uh, a couple of our pros and full time serious players stopping by to to say a couple words. You can get the five D manual for free. Uh, I'll put the link in the bottom here. But don't forget, mark your calendars Monday night Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're gonna have the five D seminar. I'll have a link to. Uh, to the uh, to the webinar. So anyway, listen. This is Keith um, from Beat the Casino. I want to thank you all for uh, for coming by. And don't forget, we'll be here again on um, Friday uh, tomorrow night at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. All right, till tomorrow. Have a good evening. Stay safe.